Okay, my husband and I have this crazy idea. When I say my husband and I, I mean mostly me, but he's going along with it because he loves me so much. Um, we are trying something we've never done before. We are going to test the waters of starting a husband and wife podcast together called The Madhouse with Kara and Dave. It's very fitting because where we are and all of our kids, it is very much a madhouse from time to time. So that being said, I am Kara. I'm Dave. And we have been together for over 20 years, and um, the opposites attract thing is very true in our situation, because I don't know that we could be any more different from each other. You're very business-like, very historical, you know, eccentric, and like love of military and all of that, whereas I am... More of a creative. I'm into weird shit. <laughs> Horror movies and whatnot. So how do you think that we lasted as long as we did? Because not many people do these days, I feel like. I feel like marriages today are like, I don't know, getting, um, like deciding to ride a motorcycle for a couple of years, you know what I mean? Like phases. Marriages are like phases these days. How do you think we made it? I would say it's our dedication to each other. We had pretty similar childhoods that made us not want to end up, you know, the way our parents had ended up. Our girls definitely help us keep our bond strong even if we're just teaming up against them <laughs> um, you know neither one of us like to fail we support each other well, we've had our ups and downs but we always make our way through it and I think the biggest reason why is because we both have the ability to change you know change and that's when people get divorced now, it's one thing to say I love you all the time or whatever, but after 20 years, can you look at me and say that you actually still like me? Like you like me? Because I feel like you can love anybody, right? Like you can love grandma or your dad, but like when you're with someone all that time, you have kids, you shared space, you like merged lives. And you know each other's like pet peeves, you know what drives each other crazy, you know all the annoying things that, you know, you do, each of them do. So, do you still like me after all this time? <laughs> yeah, after 20 years, I think I've, I've changed you enough to oh where my God. you think like I think. So, oh, okay. when you're talking shit about other people, okay. like you're just doing it for me. It's... <laughs> First off, nice. first off, I am very sarcastic in nature and I like to, you know, when people give me ammo in regards to shit talking, I, that is just something that's always come really naturally. Now, if, if you have retarded people that just happen to give me the ammunition, then yeah. And I do like when I do that and you actually laugh at me. Well, See, yeah. I think that's another big part is that after all this time, we can still make each other laugh and we can be completely ridiculous and yeah. 
so find even if we're doing nothing like I think people watching with you is like one of the most fun things because there is a lot of things to see out there these days <laughs> all right back to the madhouse part so we've been together 20 years we both still like each other we love each other and I think that's a important part too is like the little things um I've had several friends I've even like photographed weddings where they're seemingly so happy in that time and yet three years goes by and they're calling me saying hey can you photograph my wedding again and it's like wait what because it just like it fizzles out or like true colors are shown or they just decide they don't you know like each other anymore or they don't do enough for each other and after all this time like we have things that we do that's just that's just basically like staples to us like we say I love you good god like I don't even want to put a number on it how many times a day through talk and text and it's like qualifies for OCD maybe no, no it does <laughs> But that's a good thing because, you know, I, I have, again, I have people who complain to me about their husbands don't even talk to them or they don't like to do anything together. But I mean, you and I, we game together. We like to go like out. Um, there's a bunch of stuff that we do, even when it comes to projects and things like that. But we always, we still even on like harder days we still do the I love you because even when shit gets weird or whatever it's it's always good to just still know that that's there and then things like always kissing goodnight or when we leave cause... always smacking your ass when I walk by you you always put your <laughs> leg on me when we go to bed yeah see so <laughs> when you're with someone for so long you pick up these things but it's that you keep doing them, you know, and it's not like totally annoying the shit out of each other. Like, oh, don't touch me. Jesus Christ, get on your side of the bed. Like, you are okay with me touching some part of you <laughs> so that I can sleep better or fall asleep better. And I fully am fine with you like walking by and yeah, smacking my ass. And sometimes if you walk by and don't do it, it's like, well, why are you mad at me? <laughs> Which, yes, I, I have asked you before, but... So, it's just... And then we always... I don't think we ever take each other for granted, which I think a lot of people do, especially after so long. Because I think once people hit a certain comfort point in a relationship, they just assume it's going to be good, and they don't have to try as much. Because, like, when you get together and you're dating, you're really trying to put your best foot forward... And, like, really trying to hold on to this person and really get them to love you. But then once they say, okay, I love you, okay, well, then that's it. That's all I have to do. Like, you're mine now. We're good here. I'm good. But we know that you can never take it because you never know, you know? Because we both have parents that have been, you know, that, yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I appreciate Every, even, every tiny little thing, um, even if it's stuff like bringing me home something, you know, or me doing stuff for you, it's just, it's just nice that after all this time, after two fucking decades, we can still be nice to each other, we appreciate each other, we never, 
you know, take each other for granted. So thank you for that. Yeah. All right. So back to the madhouse part. This is, we are done having kids, by the way. We have four. And so I do not like that question. I don't think any mom out there likes the question. Oh, you're going to try it for a boy? No, we're good here. Shop's closed. We're good here. Do you agree? Yeah, I already had the surgery. <laughs> so <laughs> when we say we have the entire spectrum of hormones covered, let's just lay it out for you. Our girls are 2, 8, 14, and 17. So holy fucking shit. There is like, I, I, I mean, we just have different moods. Hormones, like there's each each one has their own thing happening all the time, and I I do feel bad for you sometimes because you call them like carbon copies of me, so I know how to deal with me, right? I mean, they annoy me sometimes, sometimes a lot, but even if it's annoying that you can shut down sometimes, I mean, I don't fucking blame you at all because it's a lot. It is a lot. So, being a girl dad, is there a good thing about knowing that you're you're just a girl dad? Like, I understand there's some harbored, like, sadness about not having a boy. Because I've had that, too. You know? Especially since sons love their mom so much. And I'll never know. But... What's like the, what's the best thing about being a girl dad? All of the chaos aside, what are the good things? Oh, I, th I don't see, and I don't know, cause I don't have a, a boy to compare, compare it to. So, I mean, just judging by from when, you know, I was a kid, I, I would probably say that it's nice that I get more hugs and kisses on the cheek than I probably would if it was, you know if we had boys. So it's nice to come home and feel loved and get a hug as soon as you walk in the door. Dad, you know, makes you feel like a superhero getting off of work. I was going to say, you say feel loved and he's got like super fans. I could come home and they could give a flying fuck. That's right? because they're carbon <laughs> copies of you. You right. would not hug you if you walked into the door. First of all, I am fabulous. <laughs> I would hug me, right? You wouldn't <laughs> hug you because you guys wouldn't get along. I think the key is you're gone and I'm home with them. So, like, there is no... We just don't have time to miss each other. Like... <laughs> I'm the one who has to wake them up and I'm the one who's telling them, you know what? It's too fucking late. You need to go to bed. So like I am the all the time. So you're, you get to, you know, come in at the end of the day when I've already like nagged them, told them to do their chores and work and all that, you know, the school and everything else. So yeah, kind of like a hero. You're just like, all you have to do is walk in the door and they're just like, oh my God, oh my God. It's like. Yeah, but it's very brief. I mean, it's it's two minutes, three minutes. Check this out, Dad. Look what I drew. Or look at this video that I found. And then ten minutes later, they disappear. And you don't see them again until you know, maybe dinner. Yeah. But that's only because, see, I make them hang out so long. And, like, they're doing things. So, like, when you get home, 
they take that, I guess, as you're my security blanket now, and they can disappear because I've latched onto oh, you so instead. I, so that's what it is then. I'm the hug. As they exit the living room, I'm the hug before they make it to the stairs and dip out. Okay, well, when you say So I'm like only that. a superhero by default, just because I'm in the way of the stairs to go to their bedroom where their phones and computers are. When you say it like that, it sounds really sad. So we're going to go, we'll just skip over that last part. Yeah. And we'll just rewind. You're the hero. You've got the fan club. And it's all good. So, yeah. Now, how many times, because I feel like it's a lot, how many times have you heard girl dads, you know, are so lucky because they're taken care of later? Because all the daughters, later. I've had a lot of elderly people tell me that. I mean, I guess we'll we'll find out. See now, because I keep telling them when I get old, they're gonna have to wipe my ass for me. They just say, "Gross, never." <laughs> we'll put you in a home, so it's not looking good. But you can't expect a bitchy teenager to be like respectful and like think that far ahead, right? Because no, they're I, too self-involved right now. No, we need to like start the training now so that it's not a big shock to them then they'd be like oh shit dad's been telling me this for like 40 years you know what i'm excited for when they leave i'm excited to go to their house and fuck shit up <laughs> to move stuff around <laughs> maybe maybe just use like six different glasses while you're there yeah really there my, for like four hours kick my shoes off like leave chip bags on the couch after you know i get some in the couch you're gonna forget all about that oh no no it's in there yeah you're pretty spiteful yeah yeah <laughs> i don't even know which one well i do i want to say the second one she's got it coming oh yeah i might even like take my emotional support goat at the time over there and then just don't think she'll care. I'm pretty sure she'll never notice your dishes. <laughs> She's not going to notice anything like that. She's going to have like four dogs and two cats with a litter box overflowing and the dog shit in the kitchen three days ago and it's still there. Okay, well, if that's the case, I'll never visit. She can come visit me. <laughs> yeah, and she can leave her dogs at home. <laughs> now, you know what? Maybe... Because she's so I don't give a shit here about that. Maybe she's going to be one of those people that are polar opposite when she leaves. She'll be like hyper OCD, everything clean. You know, every coaster needs a doily, needs a towel underneath kind of person. You can wear your shoes in my house, but get one of the pairs of booties to put over your shoes kind of deal. Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. We gotta get her out of our house first. She is like set on being here, so she's like thirty-five. Nope. <laughs> she wants a shed or a tiny house in the backyard too. I said no. <laughs> yeah, so, so she can have her own space with our electricity and shit. Mm-mm. Whereas the older one is so ready to get out of here, but it's like, sweetheart, as much as I would love to push you out of the nest. Your little baby bird broke ass won't he can't afford another nest, you know? Mm. So like Especially uh, not now and where we're at. She'd need like four roommates. To share a one bedroom <laughs> apartment. Just about. Which is crazy. Crazy. Yeah. She won't get to um enjoy the move out of the parents' house into the box apartment. I didn't really enjoy that anyways. No, I didn't. 
If I could have skipped that stuff, I would have. I'm going to say the thing that I will never forget, though, is since you were down there first, I'll never forget. As soon as I go in there, now my parents moved me down, right? We moved from Michigan to North Carolina. And he had already gotten an apartment, and I was moved down after the fact. So we walk in with all of our boxes and stuff. I go in to go to the bathroom. And the one thing I noticed, the one thing he was so excited to pick out for our first place together was a shower curtain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I thought, all right, well, maybe it's going to have some kind of pattern on it, whatever. I mean, nope, this thing is clear as fuck. <laughs> that was right. <laughs> oh, yep. I can only imagine. I don't want to because I'm pretty sure my dad probably <laughs> walked in and was like, oh, okay. <laughs> We're good to go. He didn't even, well, maybe, you know, because there's only like three things in that apartment anyways. Right. Yeah, our kitchen table was a card table. Yep, for a while. And was. a mattress on the floor. Oh, my God. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. At least, I mean, this is where, this is where it's kind of weird. I wouldn't trade... Like, our growing up with today, would you? Like, if you could be a kid now versus growing up in the 90s, would you trade? No. No. Right? I feel like we did a lot more, and there's no evidence. Like, everyone today. Everyone today is so self-involved and, like, (laughs) have to document everything. But even though they have that, our kids don't have the same experiences that we did. And I think, I don't know, we're, we're a different kind of person, I think. We're a different, we're a different brand of person. Yes. Uh, it's like motivational speech that, uh, that we had when I was in Tulsa. And I mean, I guess it's a big thing on the internet now, but the saying fuck around and find out that's, that's how we grew up. Mm-hmm. That's how you got your answers. You just, you just fuck around and figure it out. Yep. But nowadays nobody fucks around. They just Google it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what's crazy. It like, see, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine. So like even, okay, let's say you're, let's dial it back to like, 12, 13 years old. You're in school, what, what is that? Middle school, high, barely high school? Middle school, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, we're back in school. Tiny teens. (laughs) And it's Friday night. What are you wanting to do? You know? Friday nights, what did I want to do? As a 13, I want to go to a friend's house. Yes. Yeah, get out of my house. Exactly. Right? Because you go to a friend's house, you order some pizza, you get to stay up late, do all kinds of the shit. These people don't do that shit anymore. Like, not really. Not when you can, like, get on Discord and watch a movie together separately. (laughs) Share your Netflix password and just (laughs) virtually, oh, there you go. Yeah, hop on, like, a Zoom or something, you know? Holy hell. Yeah, but it's all different. And it's not just kids, too. It's the workforce. And everybody. 
that generation is is completely different. It's a little bit harder to relate to them. Yeah. See, I don't know. Now, how about this? Do you think if our even our two oldest, so 14 and 17, if we could take them how they are now, take away their phones, and then throw them back into our time that we were at those times, do you think they'd even, like, survive? <laughs> yeah, Bailey would make it. Yeah? Jaden would ride the struggle bus for a little bit, but she'd eventually get it to you. Our kids are very adaptable. Yeah. Does it make you worried for them to leave our house? Mm, sort of. Part of that's just the dad in me, and the other part is... As the coronavirus and, you know, as where we are, you know, doing the homeschool thing, I feel like they're going to be very naive. And I worry that they didn't get any of that experience as a teenager in high school, you know, to learn about other kids lying to them or getting, you know, stabbed in the back by a friend or whatever the case is. You know, they, it's... It's a learning lesson. It's very minute. It's just a social social experience that they learn. But instead, they're going to have to figure it out as adults instead. And yeah, I worry about that. We can tell them all day, but until they live through it, that's that fuck around and find out thing we talked about. Until they experience that for themselves. That's that's what I worry about. You know, that, that maybe the first time that happens would be a big one. And it could mess with them be something as simple as you know friends taking advantage of them when they're sharing rent for apartments or something like that I don't know I don't know I I think ahead a lot but not just for my kids for us too and I, I don't know that's me I'm a planner you wing it I plan I don't always wing it <laughs> I just I am forced to live in the right now because I am anchored by four psycho-babbling crazy ladies. So I have to always Who be... Who all love to wing it. I mean, uh, wing it, fly off the handle. It, it depends on the day. I mean, you never know what the hell you're going to get when these beasts wake up. I swear. It is like... Even, even Maddie being eight, almost nine... Yeah, like, but she talks like she's 27. I know, but you just don't know now. Like, you remember when she was three and, like, wake-up time is, oh, let's go get all snuggly and, like, you're smiling and all nice. I don't know what the hell I'm walking into every morning. She could be totally fine and smiley and everything, but then she could be like, I hate mornings. <laughs> like, it's... And the older ones? Mm. Yeah. She was cool yesterday. I was getting ready to leave. For work and she's out there on the couch six o'clock in the morning eating yeah. a bowl of cereal yeah but that's because she got up on her own why the fuck she got up before 6 a.m i don't know but that's that's like that's like one of those weird phenomenons like when bailey wakes up by herself it's like what is happening like how animals freak out before an earthquake or something it's just like what do you know that i don't know what <laughs> why are you awake right now <laughs> I don't know. And that's all you want from your two-year-old. 
Yeah. Sleep until 10 or 11. Something. I would take <laughs> 7, 7.30. Like, that would be sleeping in. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Is that we talk about this being a madhouse. And that's true. But I couldn't... I, I, would it be worse if they were all boys? No. You don't think so? No, that I'm sure they would play games and stuff, but you could kick them outside. They'd be terrorizing the neighbors. Just like that? Yeah. Huh. yeah I could put them, to, put them to work. Put your girls to work. Sometimes. Oh, I put your girls to work. Sometimes. Okay, so here's... This is what drives me crazy with, with kids today. Um, and this, again, how we grew up and, and everything else. I cannot stand kids, especially but adults, too, I guess. But kids, you know, it, they get it from somewhere. The sense of false entitlement, right? Like where they can just say, I want this. Get it. I swore when I became a mom that I did not, like, my goal is to not raise assholes, right? I feel like we are open and we're honest and everything else with our kids so that they can come talk to us about literally anything. And that's good. Like, not even I could do that. Did you go to talk to your parents about, like, everything or did you have, like, a friend group that was more... No, I never talked to my parents about anything. Yeah. So I like that that's different, but my kids also know because I've tried really hard from the beginning all of this time is that one, the world owes you nothing. <laughs> if you want something, you will have to work for it. You will have to work hard for it. Like nothing is given to you. You don't deserve anything just because you say I want and hold out my hand you know hold out your hand and so I swear like every other time I go to the store I see kids like little toddlers screaming but I've even seen you know eight nine ten like Maddie screaming or throwing shit off the shelves like I saw a kid a couple days ago like put his arm through um like the aisle with the video games where they have headsets and controllers and shit. He couldn't do it to the games because they were locked up, but he was wanting a certain headset or something. The mom was like, no, we just got you one. And so he held his arm out and totally cleared the shelf of everything that was on it. It's like, what the fuck? And the mom's standing there like, she's not trying to pick it all up because they have people for that, you know? And she's not, she's just rolling her eyes and like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Are you fucking kidding me, man? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's the, that's the hard thing. And I think like when our kids go on vacation because they get spoiled, you know, by grandparents for those couple weeks or at least couple years ago when they were younger when they came home it's like it, they tried to carry it over here oh it drove me crazy it drove me crazy what did you have to do to get stuff you wanted as a kid chores like a lot of chores 
Most of my shit had to fall on like a birthday or Christmas list. <laughs> like for the good stuff. It just depends on what it was. I mean, when I was, didn't have a whole lot when I was younger growing up. You know, my dad did the best he could. But I mean, we went from, you know, living at my grandparents' house to living in an apartment and a trailer. And when we're talking years and finally, you know, my dad was able to put in enough work and, and get some extra schooling and, and start doing better for himself. And, you know, I was a teenager by that point. And I was already accustomed to not having a lot of stuff. So, you know, even, even my mom said, well, you're easy to shop for as a kid. You didn't ever want anything. You know, I, I didn't do cake for my birthday or anything like that. But, um, you know, I remember just doing odds and ends stuff and saving up my money. It took me forever just doing simple chores to save up enough for my my first hundred dollar mountain bike um then after that you know even though we were in a better position financially my my dad was that i still had you know a summer job where i would ride my bike around the block and it's not a city block it's a country block so it was like five miles i promise you that it's all dirt roads and I would go and split wood and bale hay and do all of that that fun stuff um, and make 20 bucks a day. So, just, I would save my money. And I always promised, you know, myself that uh, I would do better than my dad did. And it's not that I'm saying my dad did a terrible job or anything like that. He, he did an outstanding job. But... I wanted to be in a better position to strive and, and be able to provide more um, for my family. And that's the, the competitiveness in me. And it, it's a, a good competitive nature, I guess. I, I talk to my dad about it all the time. You know, he's, he's proud of proud of me and how well I'm doing and I still take his advice to this day even when it comes to retirement and things like that I again I'm, I'm still challenging myself to to be better off when I retire than you know he is when he retired last fall um, and that's that planning ahead for me yeah, I'm, I'm putting in all the extra work that I can so that our girls don't have to struggle as much as we did when we first started. We had to pawn stuff and do the laundromat thing, and I would love nothing more than to be able to start each one of our kids off with a vehicle and some of those core household items. You know, It'd be nice that if we could get them you know, a sofa or a couch and a bed or even take some of their stuff with them. But... I don't know. Goals, right? Mm-hmm. And I do all that, and they better take care of me when I'm old. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm trying to do, buy my way into, into them wiping my ass when I'm 80. Oh, my God. <laughs> 80? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Betty White made it to 99, and you know she was wiping yeah, her own ass. Betty White's much stronger than I <laughs> Aw, gone too soon. That should be its own episode. We'll have to do that. Man. Yeah, we've had 
different houses, different jobs, different, yes, different dramas with kids and school and all this stuff. I want to say that we are settled enough for the moment anyway. And it's just hard knowing that like we have a senior this year and she's so anxious to like get up and out and like start working and doing all this stuff for herself. I mean, it sucks that we're in like the time we're in right now with everything inflated and everything stupid expensive and whatever. It, for that respect, I like if I could gift her a time lapse backwards, I would. But because I mean, we 18 and out, but the reality is she may she may be here for a couple of years saving up for her first place. Mm. Yeah, she's still got the option to go back to Michigan and stay with grandparents for college. Maybe, maybe. But we'll see. Yeah. It's just weird that she's 17 and like last week, hey dad, can I have some popcorn? It's like, dude, you're almost 18 years old. You want popcorn? Go get some fucking popcorn. She will text me still and ask if she can make some kind of food. I'm like, Jaden, you're almost 18. Stop asking me. Like, if you're hungry, get something to eat. Okay? Okay, so the whole asking for snacks thing, I am going to take. Like, that. that is something that, yeah. Like, I don't have just, like, free grazers. I mean, Bailey is. She doesn't give a flying fuck. She just, she'll... That girl had a hot dog in her ramen noodles. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's gross. Just, like, in there? Yeah, just a fucking hot dog. Ugh. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> see? She... Well, she'll probably be fucking stick around by the time she's old enough to leave. I was gonna say. It's, like, her favorite fucking thing. But... Mm, yeah. And Maddie, our little spy, she's the one that came out earlier. She's like, Bailey has a raw hot dog in her ramen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, out of our four kids, who are you least worried about being on their own? Is it Maddie? It's Maddie. <laughs> that girl doesn't take shit from anyone. Yeah, I don't even... <laughs> like, I'm very curious to see how her relationships with friends boyfriends what like i am very <laughs> even work like all that stuff she's just i don't know her vocabulary is amazing for an eight-year-old and i'm honestly kind of worried about some of the you know the possible interactions we'll have when she's a teenager or if she's gonna get in trouble for something She's going to start breaking out the lawyer words, and that's that's where the because I said so is going to come from. But I don't really use that now because what I say makes sense compared to what their reasoning is, but I think Maddie's going to be a whole new ballgame, and it's just going to be <laughs> because I said so. But, Dad... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you said, but uh, we're not doing that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not worried about that girl. I... Jaden, I think, is like such a young 17, and Maddie is such an old 8. 
I feel like she's the one that's more ready to just be good to go on her own. Like, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel like if we leave the house, Maddie probably runs this house through Jay. You think so? Yeah. I'm going to tell mom. <laughs> I'm going to tell dad. Her girl's got eyes everywhere. Everywhere. All the time. And it's like, now it's to the point where I have to be like, if I hear her coming down the stairs and she goes, Mom, I was like, wait, are you tattling? She's like, uh, uh, no. And then she'll start talking about something else and then she'll be like, well, Bailey, I'm like, I'm the... I was like, did she hurt you? Like, is something, like, wrong? She's like, no. And I'm like, then I don't need to know. I, I don't need to know everything. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't need to know. So that's where, that's where, mm, that's where we're at now. I think, um, when I picked her up the other day, she's like, I was sitting in the gym waiting for my name to be called, and this annoying girl sits next to me. And she wasn't annoying at first, but I was being quiet because you're not supposed to talk in there. <laughs> and then she's like, what's wrong, Madison? What's wrong? And I wasn't answering because you're not supposed to talk. And then I said, nothing. Really quiet. And she's like, I think something's wrong. What's wrong, Madison? Are you okay, Madison? Hey, what's wrong with Madison? Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, she was so annoying. And she wasn't supposed to talk. And then a teacher comes over and is like, and the little girl said, what's wrong with Madison? And the teacher goes, well, maybe she's, you know, not talking because you're not supposed to talk. And her fucking faces <laughs> with his, like, oh, she talks with her hands. She makes all the fate like this girl. Yeah, she got the hand talking from you. She got the faces from me. I don't know. I think we both do faces. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We do. You hold yours a lot better. Sometimes, if we're out and somebody says something straight, just, mm, sometimes I, I just can't help it. I think you do that more, like, if I'm talking on the phone and I have a speakerphone and my friend's just going off about something fucking nuts, yeah, you'll make all kinds of faces, <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. They're all, they're all very... I, yeah, I have to learn to control my faces. I have a lot of technicians and, you know, just some things they say, just like, what? And it, you can think it in your head, but if you let your faces react, yeah, you get yourself in some trouble. It's like when I used to work at the sheriff's office. Went out to a call for a, a missing person. And it's the middle of the night. I was there with my training officer. And this guy was giving us a description. You know, her name, you know, how old she was. A description of her. She's like, yeah, she's about 4 foot 10, 280 pounds. And he just he kind of smirked a little bit at me. And was like, yeah, she's a big girl. I did not realize that I, like, twisted my face like, what? Because, really? You know, it was was what my face was saying, and I didn't realize that, that I had made that face. I got back in the car with my training officer, and he started busting out laughing. He's like, dude, 
you cannot make faces like that when you're talking to people. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, I swear to Christ, I didn't make a face. It's like, yeah, yeah, you did. But that's going to be a big girl, so we should be able to find her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and we found her. She was fine. She went to she went to a family member's house because they got in an argument. And he failed to tell us they got in an argument. Well, yeah. I he just wanted us to find her for him. Oh, yeah. Be that concerned. Then we went back and said, we found her. She's fine. Well, where is she at? Well, she doesn't want you to know that. So, just so you know, she's good. And have a good night. I can never. I can never. Mm-mm-mm. See, that's so weird. It's so different. That's the kind of things that, like, I feel bad them not having those experiences, but knowing what they like to do, like gaming or what, you know what I mean? Whatever they like to do. Mangas and drawing and all this other, like, they're so into their stuff. I don't even know. I don't know. It's just, it's really different. I feel like I was always at a friend's house. I was always at a sleepover or like Friday nights, especially teen times. You know, you go to like a football game. You hang out around town. You just, you just do fun things with the people that you want to hang out with. Oh, that's different now than it was 20 years ago. Ugh, that hurts. And... The generation's different, too. I mean, a lot of these people are, are all about the social media stuff that, you know, the meeting up physical, physically, you know, face-to-face is, you know, maybe that's the, the extra for them. But the, the normalcy is just social media. You know, the text. That's the normal conversation now. Where I hate texting people. I hate texting people too. Okay, so let's go back. Because we're on, we gotta wrap it up pretty soon. Because we hit, yeah, we're at 42 minutes. So I'm proud of us. We actually made a decent, decent thing. So that's one thing that we have in common. Okay, so we're just gonna do a quick, like, different or the same. Talking or texting? Talking on the phone or texting? Talking. Talking. Right. Um, let's see. Going out or staying in? I mean, 15 years ago. That's one of those things that is different. Yeah, I don't know. I like to go out if it's for a certain thing. If it's just you and I, I would love to go out. I don't want to take all my kids. (laughs) That's just too much because then I got to be a helicopter dad and it's going to cost us like $500 and all that stuff. Someone's always going to push buttons because you can't make everyone happy. They're going to ruin it 10 minutes into it. Yeah. I'm going to get pissed. Before you even get there. And then the vibe's going to get killed for everybody. Everyone. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, I guess if we're going group wise with all of our kids, yeah, I prefer to stay in. I would rather pay 30 bucks for a movie here and like order dinner or whatever and just, yeah, because having the two year old unpredictable as fuck and everyone else with their attitudes and you never know what you're gonna get every 10 minutes yeah okay so that's another one see but if it were just you and me 
to go. Yeah. I mean, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Another episode we're going to do is probably, like, New Orleans. That was just one of those spontaneous things that turned into a, a thing. And I really didn't think it was. But we won't. We'll skip over that. All right. So, um, would you rather watch a historically enhanced or, I don't know, kind of movie? Historically based. How about that? Movie. Or a horror movie. What do you watch? Watch a horror movie with you. I no, would, no, not with I, me. Let's say your choice. If it's just me, it really just depends on on what kind of history we're talking about. Let's uh, say we flip a coin and you get the heads and you get to decide what we watch, not what you think I want to watch. I mean, I still want? enjoy horror movies. I okay. would watch one. And I'd be able to enjoy. I would enjoy the time more if I picked a horror movie with you. Okay. Versus watching history. Versus and if you were gone, you went to the store or something, then I'm, I'm dropping that history show on. And the girls are <laughs> like, ugh, why can't we watch anime? Nope. <laughs> I would never pick history. I know you wouldn't. This is one of those things. Do you remember years and years, probably over a decade now, you would ask me like the name of a song or a character from a show and... I would just, I would just Yeah, you're wasted it. space. There, see? That's exactly what you call it. Wasted space. It is. And yet, you would ask me a question about, you know, some dude in a uniform from 300 like, years ago. And it I'd doesn't matter like, to me. Yeah, right? And... That's why, that's that's the shit you would cover on a game show if we went together. <laughs> not, not. Yeah, we just uh, compliment each other, I guess. I know. And what I love about the difference is. Is like you don't like cake, like you said. No, I love cake, so that is just like that's a win. You don't like chocolate. I love chocolate, mm-hmm. so I could have any kind anywhere in the house, and I don't have to worry. I mean, all of those other yeah. beasts around yeah. here—the four U's running around, right? Shit in a heartbeat. Exactly. But you, where'd the cookies go? <laughs> Still trying to figure it out, aren't you? But you, you don't. And then, all right, so what's something that you like that I don't? Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do like Chinese food. And I've never seen you eat Chinese food. No. No, the best we got was fried rice. Yeah. At the Japanese steakhouse. And that's because I had steak with it. I'll eat rice, but like, as far as Chinese goes, I went with a friend once for her birthday, and I, they had ordered everyone that egg drop soup or whatever and I I tried it and I won't tell you the consistency or whatever I just mm-mm, I just and the smells like some people will open the door and be like oh that's amazing I'm like the fuck is happening right now like there's like sweet and sour and spicy and uh, yeah I don't, I don't know it's like when you walk into a steakhouse you're like holy fuck that smells so good oh I'm so hungry I'm so glad we're here you open to a Chinese place and it's like Mm. It's like walking by Panda Express at the mall. You just walk a little faster to get to the next spot. All right, what's something else that you like that I don't? We got history and Chinese food. <laughs> I don't know. I like a lot of spicy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I don't do that either. 
You don't like like cola I like spaghetti. Pops? I don't like spaghetti. I know. I would rather have a creamy thing than a tomato base situation. Yeah, I drink pop once in a while, not very often. But yours are either. I think the darkest stuff you drink is root beer. <laughs> right? Not like Coke or Pepsi. No, I, or I don't drink Coke. I don't drink Pepsi. I, I had a Mountain Dew last week. A can of Mountain Dew. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. There's just We just... Opposites attract and counterbalance, yin-yang, whatever the hell people say. They just... They make sense. But there are some things that we link up on you know you don't mind tattoos thankfully um gaming well i say that some games some game mainly zombie games i guess are the one we play together (laughs) zombie games and i think you played red dead too red dead redemption too so like there are some hobbies and places to go things to do I think we have enough in common to be okay having these many, many things. Not yummy. Not yummy. We spend a lot of time together. So that's okay that we have hobbies that are different from each other. Yeah. That you could do stuff by yourself. You know, your paintings and puzzles and Ooh, puzzles. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yep. And me with my history stuff or shit, I'll jump on YouTube and I'll I'll watch some historical videos. Mm-mm-mm. Yep. Over 20 years and four kids later. This is definitely... Would you call it anything other than a madhouse? <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Do you think our title's fitting? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we hit 50 minutes. So, I think we are, we're good. We're going to load this up and see how she goes. And maybe I can talk him into uh, doing another one, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Depends on what you want to talk about, I guess. Well, was this horrible? I feel yeah. like we covered all kinds of things. Yeah, we jumped all over the place. We did. That's okay, because this was all about kind of like putting out who we are. So we're both crazy and different and weird. and But we got four kids, so, you know, been together forever long ass time so yeah all right well we hope you enjoyed this first intro ever of the madhouse with kara and dave and hopefully we'll be able to do another one until then